Hello and welcome to KeeperCast, the Keeper of the Lost Cities podcast. I'm Sam. Um, I'm Ivy. And I'm Lee. And today's episode is brought to you by Quarantine. <laughs> That's still going on. Alright, we got uh, an Instagram message from, uh, from Random Bookworm uh, that says, Hi, my name is Maddie and I'm a huge Keeper of Lost Cities fan. I just started listening to your podcast and I absolutely love it. I just wanted to let you know that I think it's amazing and I hope you're doing well. And uh, I'm switching back to me now. Uh, and we think you're lovely. <laughs> yes. I literally melt every time we get a freaking message. <laughs> right? It's just like... Y'all are such sweethearts. Who gave y'all the we right? really are. <laughs> uh, we also got an audio message from Breck Blocks, um, which Sammy will now edit into the recording. Here it is. <laughs> hey, um, I am Breck Blocks. I am another podcast youtube channel just wanted to tell y'all that y'all are doing great i love y'all's podcast i love the books so yeah keep on doing it please i did listen to it earlier and it was very nice i didn't even see it i am blind thank you for the audio message it was really sweet (laughs) y'all are all sweethearts (laughs) so um we finished Exile. I was absent for most of it because uh, computer broke and I couldn't, you know, go over to my mom's. And so I had no way of doing the, of joining the call. But I am now back for the episode that I'm really hyped about. Whose idea was it again? This is my idea. I was like, You're a genius, hey. Lee. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I was just like, hey. We've gotten bonus episode that's coming out at the end of May, which is almost June, which is Pride Month. So, like, yeah. as we all know, I am very extremely gay. Most of us as are. Am I. And it would be super <laughs> fun to do an episode about LGBTQ plus headcanons for the Keeper characters. So, and here which we are. Which is something I love to talk about. I love to oh, me too. talk about gay headcanons. Could go on for hours. <laughs> so, I get uh, yeah, we give it a shot. We we we. I don't even know what my sentence was. Uh, okay. Uh, does anyone have anything? Want to start it off? Okay, you go now. <laughs> <laughs> Tam is gay, and no one can change my mind. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. All right. I can. I can see that. <laughs> I like I I even I I even remember when I started officially headcanoning him as as um as gay that point in um in Nightfall, um, where there where like Morella had been like, uh so they, like looking in their general direction they're like oh I think Morella's like staring at you Sophie or something like that and she, and someone else I don't remember the scene too vividly but someone else is like, no I think she's looking at Tam and you know. She was, and, you know, it was, like, the whole, you know, the, the flirt glitz, the whole checking out <laughs> thing, and his only response was just, huh. <laughs> and everyone was like, that. And then, well, and then Lynn says that that she's not his type, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, someone was like, that's it? And he goes, what am I supposed to think? <laughs> and so from that moment on, I'm just like, you're gay. <laughs> I mean, now that you, like, now that you mention it, remembering that part, that's also kind of, that's also kind of an ace thing to do, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so true. I was just thinking the same thing. That is thing. also a lovely headcanon. Right? I, I would great. love ace Tam, honestly. Why not both? Yeah. Get ace Tam. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, you know what? That's my official headcanon now. <laughs> Me too. One character down. <laughs> what if Tam? Because you know how Tam has the has like the silver bangs and he has like the black hair. The other, uh, what if he also like just like d- like dyed part of it so that it looked like the ace flag? That would be lovely. Yes. Tam gets cool. purple highlights. Yeah. Next book, give yeah. it to us. <laughs> Ooh, um, my headcanon for Sophie is that she's demisexual and pansexual. That checks out. That's yeah. so close to mine, because 
Yeah, that's so close to mine because I had Kanoner as Demi and Bai. That's so close. <laughs> yeah, I saw a really cool post on Tumblr like forever Oh, I think ago I saw about that post. how, um, yeah, how Sophie never really like, we don't see Sophie as having been attracted to anyone before she went to the Lost Cities and like Yeah, I saw made that one. good friends there, which like totally, totally fits the Demi headcanon. That's true. That's, yeah. Do you ever also, like, aside from, aside from, like, cause, like at least with, with the Sophie and Tam ones that we just discussed, like, they have some sort of possible, like, like, e I guess you could say evidence, but do you ever have ones that you're just like, no, this character is this identity and I, I just, just because I want, I say so, just because I want it. Because <laughs> that's mine with most of the characters, like, I had Canon Fitz as being pansexual just because I can. That that's that's me for most of the characters. I'm like just, just cause I can, yeah, as a treat. <laughs> you 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 could be a little gay as a treat. <laughs> yep. Um, I I have a headcanon. I don't. I'm not sure where this came from, but I feel like it would be interesting. I have a headcanon. Um, that Biana is trans. Ooh, I like that one a lot. I Oh, do I not love know that. where it came from. It don't have to come from nowhere. <laughs> I love that. Came from my brain, I guess. Trans lesbiana But like, I don't know. backer. I feel like, I feel like it would provide an interesting <laughs> layer to the Vacker family. it really would, and I I stand. And that would be so cool. She would That look would so be like. she would look so pretty in like like um like an outfit like the where the color theme is uh the trans flag. She would look really pretty in an outfit with Yeah, that color. the pastel I mean, pink she looks and blue. pretty in every outfit, so Honestly, she <laughs> do. she does. She does. Lesbiana Vacker. <laughs> but yes, Biana does give, like, really strong bi energy, like, Yeah, I yeah. can't decide between my headcanons for her as like as a uh, lesbian or bi. I can't I can't pick. <laughs> Cuz I like them both. They <laughs> are yeah, both they're really they're both good. great. <laughs> She would she, she's an awesome power lesbian, but also such an awesome power by they just like I lost my train of thought. I was going somewhere with that. It was going to end in something and then it didn't do that. Got a concept for you. Cottagecore lesbian Biana. Ah! I I am don't know so enough down. to know what that is. I'm sorry. I've failed my community. <laughs> Oh. it's fine. It, it's just like, um, <laughs> you know, like she super just want cute to live in aesthetic. a nice Like, yeah, yeah, cute just aesthetic, want to live in nice just, little oh, okay. cottage Yeah. in the woods That's cool. and flowers Like, cute flowers and just happiness and like, just, and vibes. yeah, it, it's Happiness a very and vibes pretty are good. soft aesthetic. So. Imagine Biana just living that cottagecore lesbian life with Lynn. Beauty. Uh, Yes. speaking of Lynn, <laughs> um, can we talk about that, <laughs> that part in whatever the last book was called? Legacy. <laughs> Legacy. Ooh. Yes. Mm, that was really nice. We were fed. Mm. We were fed. I already had canoned her as, as a lesbian, and then Morella gave that line, like, when uh, when Sophie had asked, like, oh, does she like Keith? And she was like, No, no, but not she for the doesn't, reason but you not think. for the reason you think. <laughs> and then was like, and then on that bombshell. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, all right, that's, I already had it solidified in my brain, but now it's just even more so. I mean, it's like, I feel like there's a question with that of how much were we supposed to take from this? Because I feel like to us, it's like, yes, obviously, okay, it's canon now, but... I will take everything from I mean, it and was no it one supposed can stop me. to be? I have a feeling it wasn't supposed to be what was implied. Like, there's, like, there's what There's I always probably say. a There's reason. probably a heterosexual explanation for it, but I'm electing <laughs> to ignore it. Literally <laughs> everything in New Keith. life motto. <laughs> Another random personal headcan that I have. It's not about the main gang. But I had canon that uh, both Alden and Della are actually uh, polyamorous. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 
just just for fun and also yeah. maybe because I like even though Tyrion and Prentice I stand that as hard as I possibly can. There's also something that just like hits in hits in my heart a little bit. Like what if what what if Alden and Tyrion though? But Alden was Polly and like still with Della. That would be lovely. <laughs> maybe it's just my weird thing with with like rivals to lovers i just i have a thing i have a thing about rivals to lovers i took no but alden and and Tyrion definitely have a vibe oh yeah i took a thing on tumblr a few days ago that was like it was like, it was a you quiz and it was write a gay love story and i'll tell you what fan fiction trope you are and it was so on brand because I got rivals to lovers. <laughs> I was like, that's too on brand. <laughs> uh, what other characters? Yeah, who, who else exists? Uh, Maruka, we haven't talked to... Uh, Maruka doesn't get talked about enough. Um, she doesn't. She is... I had canon her for... Um, she is, yeah, she's Wiley's, Wiley's cousin. cousin, right? Cousin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I had canon her as a she's a lesbian, but she's also uh she's also demi romantic and also a gray ace. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Do do I have any reasons for this? No, I just I wanted it. You know it. <laughs> what? Give me all the ace spec head cannons. Love those. <laughs> Hell yeah. On that note, Ace Keith. Yes. Oh, I yeah. love that. And one of my personal favorite um, headcanons, partly because, like, projecting, but also because, like, no other reasons, really. But, like, um, <laughs> we stand I really like the idea of non-binary Keith, just because. Yes. Oh, yeah. I saw that discussion in the in the general Discord server, and I, I loved it. I, did, I, don't, I don't remember if I participated very in it very much, but I know that I loved every <laughs> second of it. Yeah. That would also add a lot of layers to, like, his family. Yeah, it yeah. would. It would be so interesting for his character, honestly. Shannon, just make all the characters trans, and then, like, their families will be so <laughs> interesting. Yes. <laughs> I'm stuck between headcanning um, Jensi between non-binary or trans. I'm kind of like both of those are really so good. I, I I can't I can't pick. <laughs> yeah. I also headcanned uh, Jensi as being uh, queer, <laughs> as in like the identity, not yeah, not not using the yeah. slur. <laughs> we we gotcha. <laughs> cool. Some people just not everyone knows. Some people, you know, some people have a harder time understanding some things, also known as me. I have a harder time understanding things. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know what would be powerful, though? Trans Grady and Adeline. Oh, I love that. Like, both of them? Both of them. All right, you know, I'm, I'm good with that. That is just so incredibly I, valid. I, I, I feel like they would. that would be valid as heck. I do actually imagine... This is more of a regular headcanon, but I do actually imagine Grady as, like, really short and Edelin as really tall. <laughs> yeah, me too! Me right? too! Same brain! Same brain! Yeah, I, I always imagined that he was heckin' short <laughs> and she was yeah super heckin' tall. She's, like, six feet tall. Edelin <laughs> <laughs> is ten feet tall, y'all. Have we talked about Dex yet? Have no, we not talked we about Dex have. yet? Let's do that. All right. <laughs> I uh, Dex was actually my first like LGBT headcanon for any character ever. Oh, um, really? Wow. Yeah, because I, I saw I, I when I when I first joined Tumblr and was like for the first time actually dipping my toe into anything fandom related. Uh, the, uh, there were a lot of people that were just constantly putting out like 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 bisexual Dex everywhere and i was just like you know what i had canon that too now yes by dex is very good head canon Dex was my first gay ship ever <laughs> Dex. it's it's still it's still my second favorite keeper ship i was like 10 years old when i started reading keeper and so <laughs> wow um and so there i was just like <laughs> you would you would just see this, like, 10-year-old... Okay, okay, context. So, <laughs> basically, like, at that time, like, me and all my friends had just started reading it, and 
yeah, we were all like really big dead strippers. And so people would just walk by at this group of 10 year olds, like screaming <laughs> about debts. And that <laughs> must have been very interesting. They're so lovely. Uh... The Fitz was kind of mean to him. But it's okay. Rivals to he lovers. Was, but rivals I feel like he also wasn't in. Yeah, they're friends now. Rivals to friends to lovers. I feel like it, it wasn't even. Uh, yes. I think it would be like a really like like interesting thing to uh, like if if it would be a really interesting thing to like explore uh with with both those characters when it cuz you know Elven society being the way it is like yeah, yeah. even though it hasn't like actually as as far as we know like as far as we know canonically Elven society isn't like isn't homophobic but not, um, not homophobic. Like, but I mean, everything hypothetically, is... if it was, um, which it seems like it kind of would be, if we, if we go into the whole matchmaking thing and how important oh that God, is, yeah. Um, like it would be really interesting to like explore that because I feel like, uh, I feel like Fitz, he like he like he he kind of has a thing with um. Uh, I feel like he would have, like, a thing with trying to, um, God, why do I not know words? Um, like, he'd want to maintain some sort of reputation, uh, like. Yeah, yeah. And Dex caring slightly less about that. And also just, like, the and whole like, bad match thing. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, like, like. Just Dex helping Fitz, and I'm yeah. I'm soft. I'm yes. soft. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I also have this um, headcanon from a bit ago, where um, like after um, after Fitz breaks up with Sophie, Sophie breaks up with after the Sophie and Fitz break up, um, <laughs> like like um, Fitz starts dating Dex as a rebound. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. My, and both oh of them gosh. are just like we were re- both rejected by Sophie, so let's just be happy together. <laughs> There's so much <laughs> angsty potential there, but I'm gonna choose to ignore it and it's focus on the <laughs> happy fluff because that's what I do. Yes. Yeah. I usually do that as well. I'm just like, please, just give me straight up fluff. Nothing straight it's about or it. Or gay up fluff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Waltz have we not talked about? Um, Ooh, Morella? Yes, Morella. I also had canon her as being Pan. No absolute reason. I was just like, yeet. <laughs> well, because I think Morella is, could reasonably be with Lynn. And I like that, so I'm going to say that's the oh, thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Morellan is, so, is so cute. Right? Um, and like just the fire, water. I know. Exactly. I, I love symbolism. Right. And it's like, it's really cool because there's actually, it seems like there's actually a good chance of that happening because of the whole like ability thing where, you know, Sophie and Keith is like, okay, so I'm a Sophie's like shipper, but I do think that Sophie and Keith are gonna like be endgame. So. Yeah, um, probably, yeah. and I'm honestly, I'm I'm actually happy with that because uh, I think it works. Uh, out. As much as as much as Cam is my number one ship, uh, Sokeef is actually my third favorite keeper ship, and I freaking love them. Nice. Yeah, they de- they deserve the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. deserve. A I happy can't believe ending. I didn't ship them until Legacy. Like they actually have. Oh God, me too. Some pretty good chemistry. They're they're. And I was hardcore so fits for forever. Oh yeah, I, w- I was super Sophits, and I still like it. Like yeah, like Legacy has brought it down significantly <laughs> less, but I still yeah. really like mm-hmm. it. I think just um, Sophits like, I think Soki felt a little, a little more like shaky, and Sophits felt like a little nicer at the beginning. But then they all like got more layers, and it kind of uncovered. Yeah, they evolved. Like, you know problems with although Sophits you know and, what like matches with you Sophie know what the greatest thing would be 
Actually, I think my third favorite keeper ship might actually have to be uh, Soki Fitz. All right. Yes. Yes. Screw love triangles. Go for the exactly. poly relationship. Hug each other. Yes. You can hug. You could all hug each other. Yeah. <laughs> Share, children. Share. <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like out, you know, right, right underneath all, you know, the cute ships and stuff. It would be really nice if they all just forgot about love and just were friends. Like that would also yeah, be very much satisfying. Yeah. Yes, but I'm also a hopeless romantic, but yes, and of course, for would, me too. And oh, there's an ant on my finger. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Little friend. <laughs> I got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I wish that there was that, that there were more poly relationships in media. Yes. Yes. There's this one show, I'm not going to say what, which show it is for like the sake of spoilers in case anyone else ends up watching it or has been considering watching it. But like the, my favorite show has uh, a poly relationship and they're doing really, 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 really well with it. It's not like it's not oh it's not like an over dramatic thing. No one was like, "Oh no, who will I choose? I thought you loved me." Uh none there was none of that. They were just like Oh, so it, there were characters that were already dating and then they both fell in love with oh, this one other character think, who also fell in love with them. I think I know them. what you're talking about and yes, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were I'm just like, "Oh, you're you're, you're drawn to her." Yeah. I really want to watch yeah, that now. Yeah, they they were just like, "Oh, you're drawn to her too?" Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> that whole that whole show. Great. For everything. I can't believe I found someone else who watches it, I yes. think. We can I talk think. about that I'm later. I'm pretty sure. We can talk about that later. Um. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. How about um, queer platonic partners, Sophie and Dex? Yes. I feel like that'd be really great. I'm not going to lie. I actually don't know what that means can oh, you educate it's me, like please? kind of well actually i probably would be worse at explaining it than you so please go <laughs> ahead um it's kind of it uh queer platonic relationship is a relationship that kind of uh as i've seen it described queers the lines between platonic and romantic um it's usually like that's something that usually people who are on the ace and arrow spectrum use but like it's not ace and arrow exclusive um so it's i want to do it justice but like i don't really have time to go into a super nuanced description so yeah it it, it's kind of yeah it's kind of between romantic and platonic I think I'll Google it because honestly, my dumbass still don't really understand. But I will Google it. It's just my brain like got tied up for a second. But I will Google it because I see it everywhere. Because I've been seeing, I've, I've been seeing it like the term everywhere on Tumblr, and I've just been like, "What does it mean? I want to know." <laughs> and then I just don't look it up because I forget. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love that. They're just like. You know, they're such good friends, and it's so wonderful, and I wish their relationship was expounded upon more, because we need we need more, like, good, strong, non-romantic relationships in media. Yeah, That's it was true. so good in the earlier, it was so good in the earlier days, and, you know, now with the characters just kind of getting pushed aside, I think Legacy has started to fix that, and here's hoping that in Unlocked and also Book 9 it gets even more fixed. <laughs> I think that's actually one of the reasons, I mean, one of the many reasons why I like Biana so much, because she's this, you know, very dynamic character, but also she's never shown to have, like, a specific interest in anyone, or, and and I like that, because yeah. she can just exist. Yeah. I could, I, I like, you know, I, I, I really like both the the lesbian Biana and the uh, bi Biana headcanons, but honestly, 
Arabiana would also vibe Ooh, really well. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I know that this is not exclusive, but like Quero, Biana. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I stand. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine I can you imagine that like 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 Biana like she gets into like making outfits like from scratch and then she just starts making like outfits with like the color schemes of like different pride flags oh, for all her friends. Can you imagine Elf pr- the El- uh, yes. Elf Pride Parade? Can you imagine? I can also totally see <laughs> Biana doing like, like the flashers, could get so you know. Yeah, I was about to say flashers. Like elves could get so extra with uh with pride. They could get like like pride's already can already be pretty extra. Um if it, but like elves could like put it elves into the extra rev it up extra. To <laughs> yeah. They absolutely would. Oh, and the capes. Oh. They would all have, oh. they could all have rainbow capes. Oh my god. <laughs> I am I I I'm so happy. I, I just want to talk about elf pride parades because my uh cuz a pride in my state got canceled due to the heckin' covid. Wait, probably also here too. Probably everywhere. Yeah, I'm slightly less sad about it now that I know that I'm like staying local for college so it's not like it's gonna be the last pride uh in my state that i'll be going to for a while i'll get to go next year i'm actually not gonna lie i'm like um there's like on tiktok some people are hosting a virtual pride which i'm like really excited about because i've never been able to go to a pride because like closet hey but um i'm (laughs) excited to finally be able to participate in like big pride events I'm really excited for that. That's that's really cool, yeah. Yeah. A couple years ago, um, my girlfriend, who was not my girlfriend at the time, um, her mom wasn't allowing her to go to Pride because uh, she couldn't get a ride and her mom didn't want to drive her. And so she wasn't letting my, my girlfriend go to her Pride Pride. So I just like, all right, you know what? Call me. Call me right now. We're doing a video call and I'm throwing you a Pride party in my <laughs> in my living room. And so, oh, like, so I fun. set up, like, I, I put, I put Haley Kyoko on YouTube <laughs> on the TV. I, I wore my most, like, I'm like, how much of a stereotypical lesbian can I look like? So I had like the flannel, the ripped jeans, and like the boots. <laughs> I had my oh dear, I'm queer shirt on, <laughs> and the beanie. I had, I, I just got an ice cream with my mom, and I got rainbow sherbet. <laughs> And I used my rainbow cup, and I just sat there, and we vibed for a good hour, That's just so sweet. throwing her an online pride so party. Because I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I'm not letting you not have pride." <laughs> it was a nice memory. Yeah. <laughs> and I hardly knew her at the time too. I'd only known her for a good couple weeks, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Elwin! Elwin is gay." Elwin. Do you guys wait? Wait, wait! Do you guys remember the husband yes, that we made Huzz. for him on the Discord server? We need to tell everybody about Huz. Everyone who doesn't know about Huz needs to know about Huz. I took screenshots of of like description of Huz because I was intending to write a husband fanfic, me and too. then I didn't do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I need to. I need to find them. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, we were like, Elwin should have a husband. And so we made one for him, and his name is Huz. H-U-Z. Um, Which sounds yeah, like a sufficiently um, elven name, but it's also, like, basically short for short husband. Short for husband. So. I, found, I found the screenshots. I found them. Um, they, they, they dress Bullhorn in little outfits. <laughs> <laughs> they, they dress him in little outfits together. Huz refers to Sophie's gang as Elwood's children. <laughs> They literally legally adopt Keith at some point. That's like so Elwin's valid. just like Yeah, Elwin's just like, get that chaos gremlin out of that house and into mine <laughs> so that I may love him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um What other ones were there? What other ones? Um no one knows Huzz's real hair color because he keeps dying it like every two weeks. That's so valid. <laughs> I would love to do that. Uh we get all their hair dyes from Kessler. Yes, yes, they do. He, he's best friends Hose with Kessler. Husband and Dex help each other dye their hair. Ah. Sometimes in rainbows. Yes. 
Um, Elwyn uses really, really dumb nicknames. Like, I think that there, someone had, like, a little list somewhere. Uh, yeah, my sweetest Europe, Europe Terran, the little scorpion thing in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I found one on the list that was just Mr. Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh my goodness. No one ever questions Elwyn, okay? <laughs> okay, but like, I know you guys probably won't like get this reference, but Huz and Elwyn, like, big Cecilos welcome to Night Vale energy. I have not uh, listened yeah, to I'm Welcome to Night Vale, so unfortunately yeah. I don't understand. But, like, but you know what? I'll the- go with it. Absolutely chaotic, but also the sweetest couple alive. I'm looking through the screenshots, and I think you actually mentioned that. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, and Huzz's vibe, like as like a personality, is like he's chaotic, but he's like like he he's just, he acts just really relaxed while doing the most chaotic things. Like he's really chill and laid back, but he does. He does basically the same amount of chaos as Keef. I love that. But he's just really that. laid back and calm. On first glance, you assume that, hey, he's like a mature adult. Then and then, back no. And <laughs> he is helping Keef with the next biggest prank. Yeah, he's helping him with Great Ghoul on Incident 3. Don't ask what happened to 2. <laughs> <laughs> Great Gulan Incident 2 Electric Boogaloo is classified. <laughs> Please let us get the story of the Great Gulan Incident. We will be getting it. I know Shannon <laughs> confirmed that we'll be getting it, but Wait, not really? in, yeah, not in the main book series. When the main book series is done, she's going to be putting out little short stories. Um, and one of them is going to be the Great Gulan Incident cuz she was like if we have the if I tell you the Great Gulan Incident in the books, it's just going to be someone, ex- like, just her being like, what is the Great Gulan incident? And then someone will explain it to her and she'll be like, oh, that's what happened. Cool. And you won't get as, like, like you won't get the experience or half of what the chaos was. But a short story in which the event is told, you would, you would get the, you would get everything. <laughs> and it would be great. And so I'm excited for that. I feel like, uh, so y- y'all know who Livy is. You, we, we love Livy in this household. Um, yeah. Yes. She, she, she Yeah, uh, we, she, she, <laughs> she was, um, she gives, she gives big, uh, not straight vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. Yeah. There's no way no she's way. straight. I, if if anyone like, tries to tell me that she's straight, I'm punching them in the throat. What person's disguise is a fancy mask and a bunch of glittery beads in their hair? That there there's no heterosexual. There really don't for be. That. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is not. This is only a little bit re- related, but I do imagine the mask as like a really sparkly plague mask, um, and I always have. <gasps> oh I do my not god! Know why. I love oh that. my god! That's so on brand for her right that she is... made it herself she i i you, I you know it's a plague that. mask and she made it herself she made it as a teenager she was just really into like the plague mask aesthetic and was like i need a glittery <laughs> plague mask that sounds like something i would do <laughs> she was just like i need a, a bunch of glittery plague masks i don't need just one i need a ton of them <laughs> and now she's got a collection and probably some long dramatic cloaks to go with Absolutely. I think I saw a post once. This isn't exactly a headcanon, but I think I saw a post once where someone uh, made some sort of, of joke with... Because uh, you know how um, like there was Roe defending Flory during the huge battle thing uh, in Legacy? Like someone, I think someone mentioned like lesbian ogre and lesbian gnome. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I found that one funny. I don't exactly ship it, per se, but, like... Oh, yeah. It would be a funny match, I, I won't lie. Also, as much as I love um, Sandor and Grizzle as, like, a relationship, kind of... To me, they kind of give, like, um, gay-lesbian solidarity vibes. So... Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I I stand that. 
who else exists? I know that I have more headcanons. I think about this all the time. <laughs> uh, Wily? Uh, I headcan Wily. Wily is fully just Arrow Ace in my brain. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Arrow Ace Wily. I could see that. Yeah, I, I really like that. I like that one a lot. <laughs> oh, for... I don't know, maybe, like, at the end, do you want to, um, do, like, um, LGBT plus book recommendations? Ooh, Ooh I do sure. have a few of those, because, uh, I, how many lesbian books do I even <laughs> own? I have, I know I have many, I, I have multiple. To my knowledge, I have, let's see, uh, I think about five, to my knowledge, maybe other ones are gay and I just don't know. <laughs> Alright, well, Cool. We should, yeah, we should definitely do that. Yeah, five. Heck yeah. I will always take more gay books. I have so many books that are on my shelf that I need to actually finish. But, like, I will take more, as, like, no matter, I, I, like, last year for Christmas, because, uh, uh, my stepmom has a huge heckin' family, and they buy a lot of presents for everyone, uh, and they mostly get me books. They'll get they'll get me books the uh the most. And I and I told them no books unless it's lesbian books because I still have books from last year that I need to read. But I will take more lesbian books. <laughs> That's so extremely valid. Since I already have so many, I I I'll, I'll start. Um, one of my very favorite books in the world, "Ask the Passengers" by A. S. King, which is like basically there's this girl and she. Like, she doesn't know that she's gay, but also she kisses this one particular girl at work a lot and is trying to figure out her life. Um, and uh, there's a Taking Flight by, I think it's pronounced uh, Sierra Malley. I might be wrong. Uh, girl, get, girl gets sent to a ranch to be, to, you know, because she's a troubled teen and then falls in love with the daughter of the guy who runs it. Um, another book by Sierra Malley, Colorblind. This girl can see when people, so she can see what age that people will die and then falls in love with this one girl who is, um, who is 16 and her death number is 16. So she, Ooh. and her birthday is in like three months. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds Yeah, tragic. that one made me cry. I, I won't lie. I, I, I cried. Um. Uh, Miseducation of Cameron Post. I've heard oh, of that yes. one. I've been wanting to yeah, read it. Yeah, you've read that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. It, it has a very slow start, but once it does pick up, like, it's very, it's pretty slow for a pretty long amount of time, but when it does pick up, uh, it's really good, and I was obsessed. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, just being closeted in a not-so-accepting environment, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one that I have that, uh, that I've read is, um, uh, is, uh, God, why am I, why am I blanking? Uh, Her Name in the Sky. That one's very good and it made me cry numerous times and I could only read for about 20 minutes at a time because my heart would hurt so much that I just had to put it down for a good couple hours, like every like couple chapters. Oh, Wow. Very, very similar to uh, Miseducation of Cameron Post in its concept of just, like, being closeted in a not-accepting environment. And also, the main character is in love with her best friend. And both of them are just trying to figure out and just very distant. <laughs> because it's mm -hmm. stressful. <laughs> and it was amazing. I loved it. Okay, y'all can go now. I'll stop hogging the attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have two... I'm not as uh, prolific as you guys, I guess. But um, <laughs> the first one is um, a fantasy, Girls of Paper and Fire. Um, I've heard of that one, too. It's pretty good. I don't think I have. Um, it's about, uh, it's like Asian-inspired fantasy, which was cool on its own. Um, and then it's about a girl who is chosen to basically be like a concubine for the king. But then she falls in love with one of the other concubines, which is nice. Um, and then the other one is a middle grade called Gracefully Grayson. Um, 
and that it's it's about um a trans girl in sixth grade who like tries out for who's like who is not really super aware and um but who tries out for like the role of Persephone in the school play and it's very sweet and like it's youthful and um it's just very nice. Yeah, that actually sounds it's, really good. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds good. I'm really, yeah, I'm I'm really uh disappointed because uh we uh in my in my English class that I'm in I'm in this uh, evolution for the hero class uh, evolution of the hero class and I mostly picked that class because supposedly we were going to read a book at some point in the year later in the year we were supposed we were going to read a book about a trans care like about like it was I know it was a book about a trans character. I don't know any details. I just know that, that it was going to be a trans theme book. And I'm really sad that we didn't get to do that. I was looking forward Ooh, to it. That actually reminds me. Um, I have a third one. I have three. Uh, the third one is one that we read for school, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> um, it's called The 57 Bus. And it's like a documentary book, kind of. It's like nonfiction, but it's creative nonfiction. It's about. I think I've heard um, of it. The title is familiar. The Fifty Seven Bus. It's about an agender teen who gets set on fire on a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've it's heard of that. really good. Like, mm. <laughs> but yeah, that that's the third one. All right, I've got a couple. I won't be able to remember author names, but um, literally any books by Alice Osman. Um, Radio Silence, Heartstopper. I was born for this. Heartstopper is actually a um. Not, not a graphic novel. It, it's like a webcomic, I think is the word. Um, but you can read it online. So for all my closeted peeps yeah, out there. Yeah, I think webcomics is the right. It's really good. All of her stuff is great. And they're like stories about queer characters, but they're not specifically about being queer. Their stories center around things other than their identities. And they're like still a super huge, important part of their identities. But it's not, that's not everything that it's about, you know? Which are like super great and then... That kind of reminds me. If we're thinking, I'll actually, actually, I'll wait till after, so because <laughs> okay, I want to hear what else right. he has. Um, more recommendations. Yeah, uh, I'm writing them down. It's not like it's a secret. I don't remember the author, but I just recently read that one, and it was really, really good. It, it's like a really nice, cute um, high school romance, um, and it's got like, yeah, it, it's really good, and it does deal with like some heavier topics a little bit but like it's handled really well and um and and the ending is good it's really good it wraps up really nicely and then um dreadnought which is the first in a series um is about a trans girl who's a superhero and it it's just super cool it's super cool. Oh, yeah, oh, that one sounds... One. I, I, I have not heard of that one, one. But that one sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I read the first one and got partway through down. the second one. And it's, like, it, it's just so good. And then um, the Not Your Sidekick series by C.B. Lee. That one's, like, it, it's super great. Um, there's... It's a trilogy. There's three books. And um, the first one, the main character is... I don't remember if she's lesbian or bi, but, um, she, she's, you know, a girl who likes girls, so, um, which is really cool, and then the second book is about, uh, or from the point of view of her friend, who's trans, and then the third book is, um, the POV character's ace, so, like, super cool, lots of representation. Oh, nice. That's a lot of representation. I like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there you go. There's my Rex. Yeah, I, th- I thought of a couple more. Um, there's this uh, this webcomic, um, and it has, like, a website. That's where it's, uh, where it's posted. Uh, it's called Mother Lover, and it's basically... It's not finished yet. It's still going. It's still very, very early in its story, but I, I keep up to date with it. And essentially what it is, it's like this... Like, it's, like a, it's like a slow burn thing where two uh these two moms start to fall in love with each other 
Oh, that's cute. So that, yeah, that that's cute. I love the concept. Uh, I like the art style very much too. Um, uh, and uh, and it's very early, so oh like my they god, haven't and the actually... title is a pun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was that that was like the final thing that convinced me. I'm like, it's a pun. I have to take. I have to. I have to do it. Um, yeah, and the other one that um, it's not like specifically LGBT, like. Like it's it doesn't circulate around that much at all. It's uh, but I'm I'm also ninety nine percent sure everyone has uh, heard of it. At least many people have. But uh, the Shadowhunters series oh, has yeah. uh has a few LGBT characters and a couple LGBT relationships. I won't give any spoilers as to who any of them are, but uh, I never got super into it. It's but pretty, that was like yeah, I. I wrote them it, back like, when I was not, first. It's not one of my favorite things, but, like, I'm still reading it because I enjoy it enough to keep going. Like, it has a lot more issues than Keeper. But I like it. I like it enough to keep going. I'm on I'm on uh, City of Heavenly Fire, so. I'm reading it because uh, my sister uh, was, uh, she, uh, it was pretty much like, I'd been wanting to read, I, I'd been wanting my sister to read Keeper for literal years, and she would just get snappy and annoyed when I brought it up, but then last year, she, uh, she was like, if you read my favorite book series, which is Shadowhunters, then I'll give Keeper a shot, and I'm like, I always like new books, so this is just two wins for me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I like it all right. Yeah. I read it back when I was, like, first dipping my toes into the queer pool and, like, figuring out my own identity and stuff. So it, and it was, like, a, a pretty good introduction to um, queer things and, like, the queer community. Or it led me to the queer community a little bit. So that one's good. I also, there's two accounts I follow, one Tumblr and one Instagram that do, like, queer book recs. So should I share those? Yeah? Yeah? Um, so on Tumblr, it's Cool Curry Books, and they do, like, specifically science fiction and fantasy book recs. And then on Instagram, um, it's LG Book T, and, um, and they just do, like, general, um, queer book recommendations, but, like, um... Their recs are, like, super thorough and stuff, so really good. I'd highly recommend them. Great. Um, I mean, speaking of, I guess, books that aren't centered around it, but... Um, but have one, it? But, yeah, have one book that's, like, really nicely casually queer, I guess, is um, The Young Elites. It just, it, like, has a lot of rep that's just there, in a non like highlighted way but just it's really nice and also is a good book in many many other ways yeah i love i love books and uh and like you know movies shows etc games uh that like uh that do have like centering around the whole lgbt part but i also love it when it's just a casual thing that just exists and it's not treated any differently like at all I like that a lot, too. Yeah, that that's kind of what Alice Osman's books are more like. It's just kind of casually queer, which are great. Um, yeah, like, um, like, like, Life is Strange, uh, mainly the prequel for it, it's, like, pretty casual with its, with the, uh, with the, with the, with the gayness. The gayness is very casual. That's the game that actually it was my, it was my first awakening because I thought I was I was I, I thought I was bi at first and then later on was like oh no I'm just a big lesbian, um, but yeah I, I I'm not gonna say who for sake of spoilers but there uh there there was a kiss scene and I was just like oh, I want that, I think I might like girls too. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other half of it that was like, okay, but am I, but am I bi or am I actually just gay? What got the ball rolling with that one was, um, uh, we saw Pitch Perfect 3 in the theater and, uh, the cheap thrill, the, the cheap thrill scene. I was just like, oh God, I think I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is yeah, fair. Yeah. This is a book that I haven't actually read, but um, one of my friends has read it and says it's like the best book ever, and I trust her. Uh, the Upside <laughs> of Unrequited, apparently. Oh, really I, I have that, that on too. Ah, my my iPad fell. Um, I I have that uh on a uh, my my Goodreads like want to read list. Yeah. I have a lot of gay books on my want to read There's list. There's like so many good queer books that I want to read, but I can't find the ebooks for them through my library, so I'm just kind of stuck. We got some good recommendations out of the way, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was... Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was a lot actually. Lasted for like 15 years. Yeah, we're hit, we're hitting the end of, of the like... episode, I believe. So Yeah, we should probably yeah, be so... wrapping okay. up soon. So yeah, I was about to social media time, boys. Yep, we share um, socials. So my I have I have Instagram where you can find me at Electric Spins. The there's a Z at the end, not an S. Um, and then on Tumblr you can find me at ADHD Anxiety and Lesbianism with a little like hyphen thing between every word so that it's like actually like you can read it. <laughs> um, I'll go next, I suppose. Um, on. Tumblr and Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) On both Tumblr and Instagram, I'm puns and podcasts. No spaces or anything, just those words. Okay, and um, on Tumblr, I'm Aelin-Ashriver-Galathinius, a.k.a. just the name of the girl in Throne of Glass with dashes. On Instagram, you can find us at... (laughs) Yeah, on Instagram, at... On Instagram, you can find us at the Keepercast, uh, and then on Tumblr, uh, I believe it's just Keepercast without 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 the the. <laughs> and I think I think that's all we have, right? All right, so um, this has been Keepercast signing off. See you next week. <laughs>